Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam and I want to bring you in on a session I did recently with somebody who was diagnosed with macular degeneration. Seems to be going around, more and more people are developing macular problems, whether it be wet or dry. So enjoy the show and uh, here we go. Here's where we begin. I'm going to give you a little anatomy lesson. The macula is the center part of the retina, and it's made of mostly cones, color vision, and it's also the place where we see detail. Now, it makes up less than 1% of the entire real estate of the retina. So you've got 99% of the retina cells that aren't macula, And the key, here are a couple of keys. Number one, the macula, because it doesn't get direct blood supply running through it, it relies on its nutrient accumulation indirectly. And it's a vulnerable area for getting enough nutrients. And if it doesn't get enough nutrients, two things happen. Either the macula dries out, and that's the less serious kind, or the macula begins to accumulate fluid behind itself because it's so starved that it begins to create fragile blood vessels, temporary blood vessels, to help feed itself. But the problem with that scenario, and the condition is called angiogenesis, When you start creating these fragile blood vessels, this is when you can get a bleed. And it has to do with, ultimately, a couple of things. Your glucose levels in your blood. So if you have moderate to high glucose levels, you have a higher chance of these blood vessels forming and bleeding. And number two, there could be other toxicity factors that you've been exposed to, things like mold, candida, leaky gut syndrome, inflammation, head trauma, heavy metal toxicity, just to name a few that create this this fluid buildup in the macula. Now, some other things that lower our macular health is the constant exposure of blue light emitted from either LED lights or your screens. In fact, it's become so prevalent that the blue light, if you're not protecting the macula, will add to this syndrome of it drying out or 
again, going more to the wet side, the fluid buildup. So to be proactive in this is the name of the game because once you start in with the injections, which they only do for the wet kind, you are now in the dependent system of the allopathic medical people. And the pharmaceutical drugs create many side effects, including scar tissue, inflammation, blurred vision, and so on. It's, It's a symptomatic control for a short period of time, but it's not really getting to the root cause. So the first thing I want to say is that it's very important for you to include a few essential nutrients. And probably the best way to do that is at least for three months to start taking taking some I-generated formulas. And you're already taking a lot of things to begin with, so we need to be selective about what you may take. So there are three essential ingredients that protect the macula right off the bat. Two of them are plant-based and one of them is marine-based. So the plant-based ingredients are called carotenoids and you may have heard of them. One is called lutein and the other is called zeaxanthin. So these are pigments that come from the plants that actually coat the macula and deflect both the UV light and the blue light. And you should be taking 16 milligrams a day of lutein alongside 6 milligrams a day of zeaxanthin, and then adding the marine carotenoid, which is called astaxanthin. And you can get that either through... Uh, seafood, wild-caught salmon, any kind of pink seafood, or I've created a microalgae-type supplement where it's very concentrated. And there you would take somewhere between 6 and or 12 milligrams a day of astaxanthin. So to repeat, 16 milligrams a day of lutein, 6 milligrams a day of zeaxanthin, and 6 to 12 milligrams a day of astaxanthin. Now here's the rub. Lutein and zeaxanthin are fat-soluble vitamins, along with another very important vitamin for the retina, vitamin A. And this is where people get tripped up, and it's not talked about a lot, except if you study functional medicine, and that is this. The liver produces bile, and the gallbladder stores the bile. And bile is very important in your ability to be able to absorb the fat-soluble vitamins that feed the eyes, like vitamin A, lutein, and zeaxanthin. So either if you have a challenged liver, you don't think you're producing the bile, your gallbladder is compromised, my suggestion would be when you do these fat-soluble vitamins to include a supplement called bile salts. You can get these anywhere. And you take the bile salts after a meal, and it helps you 
absorb the fat-soluble vitamins. So what I suggest, just out of simplicity state, uh, sake, is to take two capsules of my I vitamin, one capsule of my astaxanthin formula, and then there's a few other things that really help boost macular health that are under the radar among the conventional eye doctors. Now, they're not under the radar in terms of JAMA or some of the more medical journals. So number one is a form of vitamin E, which is from a plant, a tree called Anato, A-N-N-A-T-T-O. And I've been able to develop a liquid formula that you take as a sublingual. Now, the vitamin E goes way back to 2001 and 2006 when the NIH did a study, which is called the ARID study. That was 2001, and in 2006, they repeated the study, and it's called the ARIDS-2. And in that study, they found that there were certain essential ingredients that reduced the risk of macular degeneration. And vitamin E was one of those ingredients. However, the vitamin E that they were promoting, there has been a new and improved plant-based vitamin E, we call it tocotrienol, which is much more absorbable and it has a higher protective quality in the retina and the macula. And it's why I moved away from the traditional vitamin E to this liquid form of vitamin E called Anato E, which again, you can get through my web store. In addition, there is another ingredient, and the studies have been off the charts in terms of positive effects with the macula. And this is a, a spice, which I know you've heard of, called saffron. Now, saffron has a very high potency of antioxidants. It's got some pigments in it that can actually really boost your macula health. Now, saffron is very expensive, and I used to prescribe it as an essential oil, but it burned when you put it on your face, and it was also very expensive. So I was able to create a saffron in a capsule form, and it's really, it really rocks. It's really good. So I would add that to your regimen, and so to summarize, it would be the Anato E, which you, it's a liquid that you, you take through your mouth, the saffron yeah. capsule, and then the astaxanthin, and then the I vitamin, which has lutein, zeaxanthin, vitamin A, zinc. Zinc is another important trace mineral that helps in the absorption of vitamin A. Bilberry, which is an herbal formula that helps improve the circulation in the retina. Ginkgo, which also helps the vascular health and taurine, which is an amino acid that's been shown to improve your optic nerve health. So you're getting all of that in the eye vitamin formula. It is a powerhouse. 
So it's basically that's what I, I think you'd you'd have the answers here. I so, knew you so would. So the two the two capsules a day of my I vitamin is going to have everything in it except the astaxanthin and the um, the anato vitamin E or the saffron. Those are add-ons that I've created later. But if you do those things, it's going to start feeding the macula and you're going to stave off any starvation that occurs in that very small concentrated area where the the cones are packed together, which creates that detail. Now, that's wonderful. There's some there's some wonderful. other things too that I want to uh, check off my list to tell you about. So many years ago, I studied Chinese medicine and acupuncture, and this was unheard of as an optometrist to enroll in the Doctor of Chinese Medicine program. Now, I never became a DOM, but I wanted to learn the relationship and the connection between the internal glands and organs to the eyes, because there are 12 major meridians that start at the top of the head and go to the bottom of the feet. And those meridians help us if the, if the energy is distributed equally or in a harmonious way, we have health. We have wellness. But when we get a disease, there begins to be an imbalance in the meridians. And this is what creates both the symptoms and, you know, the physical diseases. So in acupuncture, we're not really treating the disease or the symptom. We're rebalancing to create health again. And that's the difference between a wellness model and uh, a disease-based model. And my, my approach with eye health is, yes, we can label the, the disease and the diagnosis, but let's apply wellness model techniques so that we treat not only the symptoms, but we're treating the cause. And when you treat the cause, not only do the symptoms go away, but also you get better. So, yes. so in acupuncture, the liver rules the eyes, the liver meridian. And the macula and the liver talk to each other. So by understanding liver health, this is a way for you to begin to balance out whatever is going on in the macula. Now, you're not going to get that from your ophthalmologist because they're looking at you as maculas, as retinas, and they, they aren't yeah. getting the overall integrative connection that in Chinese medicine, which has been around for thousands of years, they've proven that there's an interrelationship in the body. Everything is connected. So I spotlight the liver for you because there may be a time when if you're not 100% healed, you could do something like a liver cleanse. And a great herbal remedy for that would be either milk thistle, golden seal. And you could go to a local herbal herbalist and either get it in a tincture, get it in a tea, however you, you can, and do a round of maybe a week or two of a liver cleanse. 
You know, it's nice to do in the spring or the fall. <clears throat> so that would be another thing. Just some other things I want to spotlight here. Green tea has been shown to help eye health and eye circulation. Glutathione, the master antioxidant in the body, and it's actually produced in the liver, helps us detox and it also helps us with cardiovascular health, regular circulation, so on and so forth. So you've got your trace minerals, zinc, selenium, chromium, and another one that's very important that's missed is magnesium. You know, most people are deficient in the magnesium trace mineral, and that is responsible for so many cellular chemical reactions in the body. And one of the reasons why we're all deficient in magnesium is because of the depletion in the soil. Another thing I want to bring in is your dental health. So if you've had multiple root canals or mercury amalgams, you might consider looking for a more holistic type dentist, like a biological dentist. Some of my colleagues in biological dentistry, dentistry really see the, the carcinogenic influences that you know regular dentistry uh, is doing. So it, it doesn't surprise yeah. me for sure. So, you know, these are some of the main, you know, the main broad brushes that I would suggest. Obviously, omega-3 fatty acids are also very important, and you should be getting a good dose of those, maybe 2,000 milligrams a day as a starting point. I think that um, omega-3 is anti-inflammatory. It supports the nerve health, eye health and brain health. I would add one more, <clears throat> cardiovascular health. So you want to get a very high quality omega-3, make sure it's got a good amount of what we call DHA. You've got DHA and EPA in the omega-3s. The DHA is really essential, uh, even more so than the EPA. Most, most uh, omega-3s uh, do that. One of my favorite ones is a company called Metagenics. And they put out what we call an Omega Genix 1000. So you get a good bang for your buck for the capsule size as you're getting a lot of Omega-3 in each capsule. They test their Omega-3s. You know, we don't produce Omega-3. So, you know, we have to get it from either food sources, fish, chia seeds, walnuts, a little bit from flax. Um, but generally, because we don't produce Omega-3, we have to make sure we're getting a good amount. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time. <laughs>